Welcome to On the Mine with A.D. Robinson. This is uh, my first uh, podcast. Um, hopefully we'll be branching out into further uh, further avenues, but for now it's just going to be me, yours truly. Um, the point of this podcast is just to talk about what's on my mind. Um, hopefully other people feel the same, agree with my points of view. And uh, we'll go from here. Um, um, just so I don't get a whole bunch of mail telling me about how I suck and, and whatnot, I do skew to a liberal point of view. So I don't know if that gets rid of some of you or not. But, you know, I, I really don't care. Um... It's, um, it's, it's, it's my thing, so. (laughs) Um, so this just came in. I just read this article. A new Trump power plant plane would release hundreds of millions of tons of CO2 into the air. President Trump plans this week to unveil a proposal that would empower states to establish emission standards for coal-fired power plants rather than speeding their retirement. A major overhaul of the Obama administration's signature climate policy. The plan, which is projected to release at least 12 times the amount of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere compared with the Obama rule over the next decade, comes as scientists have warned that the world will experience increasingly dire climate effects absent a major cut in carbon emissions. Trump plans to announce the measure as soon as Tuesday during a visit to West Virginia, according to two administration officials pardon me, who spoke on the condition of a nominee because the White House was still finalizing details Friday. Sorry, I misspoke a couple times here. This is... Um, this is the shit I'm talking about. Pardon me. I'm sorry. Shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't swear. But this is what I'm talking about. Stuff like this. Climate change is happening. It is happening before our very eyes. And people don't seem to care. We live in a society that was based off of the foundation of technology, sciences, advancement in human in human civilization. And it seems like we're reverting back to our primitive selves trying to bring what should be known as a paradise to its knees. This is just, it's becoming ridiculous.
I. just it's it's hard to really it's hard to really uh, focus on anything my personal life or anything else political it's just Here's another uh, fun story. After detente with North Korea, Trump increasingly takes aim at a new foe, China. I guess he's going to reinstate the tariffs that he took off that he originally put on. Because that's what he does. Trying to rationalize, uh, uh, trying to rationalize Trump is like trying to r rationalize a, a bagged leopard. Except, no, he is threatening. He's he's threatening the fact that he is completely and totally unstable. This is, this is just, after 18 months of treating North Korea as a top national security threat, President Trump has increasingly turned his attention to China, taking a more confrontational approach that experts said shows a risky shift in U.S. policy. From an escalating trade war to a new defense budget that counters Chinese maritime expansion, the Trump administration has taken aim at the East Asian power in a contest of wills that has led to a growing consensus in Beijing that the United States is seeking to contain China's rise. Trump's rhetoric has grown sharper since last year when he attempted to strike a rapport with his good friend, President Xi Jinping, pardon me, I, sorry if I butchered that. Last week, Trump cited the Chinese military as a rationale for creating a new space force at the Pentagon. In a tweet on Saturday, he injected China into the specter of a foreign influence of the U.S. elections. Wow. Space Force. That's 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 another thing. We have we have money for Space Force, but we don't have money for universal health care. Solid budget for education infrastructure throughout our country. This is. It's 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 becoming hard to be an American. Honestly, it's
it's uh, this is a quote from uh, Pottinger. We know there's anxiety about the adjustment that's taking place in the U.S. bilateral relationships. Maybe one in particular, Pottinger said, referring to China. That adjustment is overdue. It's inevitable. What's important now is for the United States and our partners to look forward to the 21st century competition that all of us are facing and that together we will be able to win. Win what? Win what? The, the space race? We won that back in 1969. This is ridiculous. This is flat out. This is just, this is ridiculous. We, there's nothing to be won. Trying, trying very hard to not scream on a consistent basis. <sighs> I apologize having to take a break. But this is just I suppose this uh, this uh, just uh, so this this came out five hours ago, so it's uh, articles by Michael S. Schmidt and Maggie Haberman. Just came out five years ago five hours ago on MSN. Again, White House counsel has cooperated extensively in the OR inquiry. The White House counsel, Donald F. Again, the second, has cooperated extensively with the special counsel investigation, sharing detailed accounts about the episodes at the heart of the inquiry to into whether President Trump obstruction obstructed justice, including some that investigators would not have warned of otherwise, according to a dozen current and former White House officials and other briefed on the matter. In the last three voluntary interviews with the investigators, that totaled 30 hours over the past nine months, Mr. McCain described the president's fury towards the Russian investigation in ways that in which he urged Mr. McCain to respond to it. He provided the investigators examining whether Mr. Trump obstructed justice a clear view of the president's most intimate moments with his lawyer. Among them were Mr. Trump's comments and actions during the firing of the FBI director James Comey and Mr. Trump's obsession with putting a loyalist in charge of the inquiry, including his repeated urging of Attorney General Jeff Sessions to claim oversight of it. Mr. McGahn also essentially involved Mr. Trump's attempts to fire the special counselor, counsel, Robert Mueller, which investigators might not have discovered without him. This is good news, in a way. <laughs> Mm. 
So we have Trump former CIA chief Brennan swap insults. Honestly, don't care. This is oh, so here we go. The Trump administration is dismantling financial protections for the military. The federal government's top consumer watchdog has decided it is no longer it is no that's what's written weird. It no longer needs to proactively supervise banks credit card companies and other lenders who deal with members of the military and their families to make sure they're not committing fraud or abuse. Holy shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Critics baffled by the decision of the Consumer Financial Protections Bureau say it will, say it will put service members in the cause of predatory lenders put their careers and livelihoods and potentially U.S. national security at risk. Risk. The Bureau's supervisory staff offices have typically conducted proactive checks to make sure that lenders aren't charging military members exorbitant interest rates, pushing them into forced arbitration. Sorry, I, I can't read today. Or otherwise not following guidelines outlined in the Military Lending Act. A 2006 law that protects active duty members and their families from financial fraud, predatory loans, and credit gouging. Now the agency under inter interim director, interim director, sorry, Mick Mulvaney, is planning to end its use of these supervisory examinations of lenders. According to recent reports from the New York Times and NPR, instead, the Bureau will only be able to take action against lenders if it receives a complaint. The agency says the rule change is simply an effort to roll back the agency's overly aggressive practices under its first director, Richard Cordray, and isn't technically part of the law anyway. Consumer protection <clears throat> advocates and the other critics say it's an unnecessary move that will ultimately harm members in the United States military who are often disproportionately targeted by payday lenders and other lenders that charge exorbitant interest rates and fees. So, we have a man that claims he loves the military yet continuously treats them like shit. Pardon me, I'm sorry. This is... This is depressing. 
but those are just a few stories of today. This has been my first podcast. I know it wasn't great, but I'm going to be working on uh, hopefully some better projects in the future. I'm going to keep it about 20 minutes this time. Uh, eventually, we'll be moving to half an hour shows. And I believe uh, with the longer period. Oh, wait. Oh, we're, on, we're only on 16 minutes. <laughs> Alright, well, 16 minutes and 53 seconds, so we got three more minutes. Um, we're, we're, we're dealing with an administration that's entirely hypocritical. They claim to love this or love that, yet do the exact opposite. And, uh, Trump supporters continuously support their their hypocrisy only uh, only due to the fact that they're emboldened by the acts of the current administration this is we it is rare to see Oh, uh, the Trump admin dismantles financial protections for the military. That um, that current story was done by Vox.com. The writer was Emily Stewart. That was written nine hours ago. Vox. We have... This is just... The Washington Post read or uh, wrote the article Trump Power Plan could release millions of tons of CO2 into the atmosphere. I missed, can't find the last article. But again, I have uh, 18 minutes and 45 seconds. I understand this is not the uh, greatest podcast in the world, but I'll be evolving. Uh, this is, um, as I said, hopefully the first in a long series about what's on my mind. Um, I read more stories than what was said was actually on my mind, but you understand where I'm coming from at this point. Um, hopefully I'll get things set up to the point where I can take calls from people, um, or even interview people in the future or even just have guests on you know to speak with me but uh but as i said this is on the mind my name is ad robinson and i hope you all i hope i gave you all something to think about thank you for listening and i hope to have you again